Hi everybody, welcome back. This is Ainsley Kirkpatrick and this is my podcast, Pregnancy Prep. Today is a continuation of um, I Wish I Had Known list. Um, last week was a list of I Wish I Had Known for when I was pregnant and this week is I Wish I Had Known for the postpartum period. So these are topics that I have collected from new moms, people who've recently been pregnant, um, even people who are now moms of adult children. That's This list has been compiled from quite a few different people. Um, and if you have any questions um, or if you want me to do a deeper dive into any of these topics, the same as I mentioned last week, I would be more than happy to do each of these in their own individual episode. It was just that I thought that this list was so important for people who are pregnant right now for the first time to hear. Um, so I wanted to do the list as its own episode and then I will do a deep dive into any of the topics that you wish. Um, and if you think that there's something on here that you wish you had known and you wish somebody had told you, please let me know. Um, I can be found on Instagram at ainsleyk.rmt.doula and I will leave the spelling for all of that in the show notes. So... Here we go. Now we're going to move on to I Wish I Had Known, the postpartum list. And again, these are all collected um, from my Facebook and from my Instagram. I had asked this summer. So most of these are from this summer um, and they're all from new moms. After pains, which are the pains and the contractions that happen after you've actually had the baby. Um, well, the very first after pains are going to be when you're delivering the um, placenta and it's important to note that they actually get stronger and stronger with each child so your after pains after having baby number two are going to be stronger than baby number one. Um, Lokia we have already had an episode on that I think it was episode eight so if you haven't listened to that one it uh, it should be down below. Um, not having a period when you're breastfeeding. Um, oh yeah postpartum exact same thing on the other list breastfeeding is not birth control um all of that glorious thick shiny beautiful hair that you usually get when you're pregnant it's going to fall out in your postpartum period um if you're having a c-section it's important to know that this could actually cause um a delay in your milk coming in um and i i will definitely do an episode about that one but just kind of a brief summary of why is um, you didn't get all the oxytocin and all of these hormones and everything um, during labor, so your body just has not kicked in yet. It doesn't know that the baby's gone. Um, and so it could be a couple days before the milk comes in, just, you know, before everything realizes. <laughs> um, now, I think the next, like, five are all about breastfeeding, like I mentioned in the, the list for wishing I had known while I was still pregnant. Um, breastfeeding comes with a lot of challenges. That's... That's just something you should know right off the bat. And um, these are some of the topics that were surrounding that. Um, breastfeeding might not come naturally. Breastfeeding um, could be painful and your milk coming in could be painful as well. Um, some people don't want to breastfeed. It's not that they can't. It's that they don't want to. And I think that that gets overlooked because, as I was saying, it's such a difficult thing and people struggle with it so much that if you could do it, why wouldn't you want to do it is what some people think. And it's important to know that if, 
if you want to formula feed and it has nothing to do with your ability of production or anything like that, that's okay. Um, a lot of guilt can be associated with breastfeeding. And I think it's just so important to know that you have to do what's best for you and what's best for your baby. And you don't need to explain that to anyone. Um, formula feeding does not mean failure. This was repeated, repeated over and over and over again. Again, referring back to that guilt, you just, you don't need it. There's no reason to shame anyone for their choices around feeding their baby as long as they're doing it in a healthy manner. Um, so formula does not mean failure. Um, having a stash of frozen breast milk, if you are pumping or if you are breastfeeding, having a stash of frozen breast milk is incredibly important. Um, just if there was ever an emergency, if you could ever not get back to the baby, super important to have kind of a stash for them to work with. Um, especially if they've never had a bottle before, because if for whatever reason they can't get the breast milk directly from you, um, the next logical choice, if there was no frozen breast milk would be to formula feed them. And if they've never fed with a bottle, that could be really distressing and really confusing. And so having the actual liquid that they're used to consuming in the bottle would make that transition easier versus having something they've never had before in something they've never had it from before. Um, but we will talk more in a different episode about breast pumping, collecting milk, and storing milk. And um, this isn't directly to do with breastfeeding. It's the next thing on the, the list, but it, it can do with breastfeeding. It is completely okay to not feel bonded to the baby right away. And that is for the birthing parent and the non-birthing parent. Sometimes it takes time. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with the baby. It's an incredibly traumatic and overwhelming experience, labor and delivery. And if you're not bonded right away, that is okay. You're normal. Nothing's wrong with you. It's fine. Um, definitely, definitely don't panic if you're not feeling, you know, instantly head over heels, completely in love with the baby. A lot has happened to lead up to that point and you have to get to know them. It's okay to feel frustrated and to feel sad. Um, and that's at any point during the postpartum period. That's, uh, I mean, I think that that lasts just throughout parenthood. <laughs> you could have like an 18 year old child and it's still, it's okay if you're feeling frustrated and sad. Um, no two parents are ever the same and no two children are ever the exact same. So you have to adjust you and your partner, should you have one, to how you want to parent the baby and the child. And what you do with baby number one might not work with baby number two. So you just have to be as flexible as possible. Because I had said earlier, babies derail the best laid plans. So, I mean, I'm a very type A person. I'm sure that if I ever do become a parent, this will be a huge challenge for me is to let go of the plan and and just kind of go with the flow. But it's it's important if you're like me to start realizing that you might not have control. This might not go the way that you planned in your head. And that's that's fine. Um, know the signs of mastitis. So that should have been up with the breastfeeding stuff. Um, it's important to make sure that if you have a partner that baby gets bonding time with the partner as well. Um, I think we'll go over that potentially in a future episode if we talk about skin to skin and all the different ways that partners can bond with the baby or adoptive parents can bond with the baby. 
um, if that's something you want sooner rather than later, please just include that in a message um, to my email or to my Instagram, and I will record that one first. Um, knowing what tongue tie is um, and looking for it, making sure that the healthcare practitioners have looked for it as well. Um, Wanting to be alone is completely okay, and this is more for your postpartum period. I think um, I think it happens a lot with moms in particular. Um, you're breastfeeding. They're constantly on you. They know that you smell like the breast milk, so they want to nap on you. They want to do everything on you, and sometimes you just want to hand the baby off to someone else and to go sit in a room and be alone and not be touched. And it's okay to ask for that. You don't have to feel guilty about that. You don't have to feel like that's wrong. That's really common. Um, this is nice. Somebody wrote, it's hard, it's lonely, but it's 100% worth it. And that was given to me when I asked, what do you think new moms need to know? And somebody wrote, you need to know. It's hard, it's lonely, but it's 100% worth it. And I think that's so sweet. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot of people say... Things will start to improve after that three-month period. During that three-month period, you might be going through the whole, like, oh, my God, what were we thinking? Why did we think we could do this kind of experience? Um, you will start to get a better handle on it. You and the baby and your partner, everyone gets into, like, a vibe, into a ritual, and it, it starts to settle down after about three months. Um, baby and mom are going to have low immunity after the birth in that first postpartum section so you have to be cautious of that especially right now um don't overdo it when you're a new mom don't try to do everything at once and don't deny help if it's offered to you because that could just end up in a crash and it's so 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 not worth it so many people have made the same mistake and it's just not worth it do what you can and accept help when it's offered if that's something that you're lucky enough to have um be parents first and, or sorry, <laughs> opposite. Be partners first and be parents second. It's important that you're a team um, right from the get-go. So that's important. Um, oh, your postpartum medication, the pain medication that they'll give you after having a baby um, in a hospital can cause constipation. So be aware of that and have um, prunes on hand or medication on hand, just something to help with that because it's just like one more thing that you're dealing with after having the baby and, uh, it's better to be prepared. So just know that pain medication can cause constipation. Be okay with change. We've already talked about that. Um, we are definitely going to have a whole episode on this. Somebody had messaged about this one and I thought it was great. Um, but just having information about your, your first period after labor and delivery, um, when your first period happens and using feminine hygiene products again, um, especially for people who don't use pads, for people who use either a diva cup or a tampon, um, there's been some trauma to that area. And so your first period can be a bit of an experience and I don't think it gets talked about enough. So I will go into that. Um, this overwhelmingly, even more than the breastfeeding comments, um, was the biggest topic touched on that everyone wished they had known a little bit more about. Um, 
so we will we will definitely have episodes surrounding all of these um postpartum depression postpartum okay guys so sorry about that i don't know exactly what happened but i got cut off so i believe we were at postpartum anxiety and baby blues um there's going to be a whole whole lot of episodes surrounding these topics they're incredibly important um which was evident from all of the comments i received um but one thing that really jumped out at me that i wanted to just include in this list before we do the deep dive episodes was that postpartum depression will not be cured by having another baby that just really jumped out at me as something that people might need to hear right now um you will have um, postpartum vaginal swelling if you had a vaginal birth or even if you had a c-section but you got to the point of pushing during a vaginal birth um, we will definitely have an entire episode dedicated to um, products and methods that can help with that um, sleep deprivation will not end at the newborn or toddler stage um, I think a lot of people think, you know, this is this is going to end. This will all be okay. And while it certainly gets easier the older that your children get, um, the person who had wrote this said, you know, somebody always has a sniffly nose. Somebody always has a nightmare. Somebody always needs a glass of water. Um, so just just bear in mind that that while things absolutely will get easier, um, lack of sleep is something that's pretty consistent through parenthood <laughs> and then the very last thing it really coincides with something we said earlier but it's okay to take a break it's okay to ask for help nothing good is going to come from you overwhelming yourself um so try your very best not to try not to do everything on your own um i know that that's not possible for everyone and it might be coming from a bit of a privileged place but if there's a way for you to get help or if there's a way for you to not do every single thing on your own then do that and if there isn't a way to do that then maybe bring down your standards a little bit so that you're not getting yourself so overwhelmed because if you're the only person that that baby can rely on you yourself can't afford to get burnt out but that's all we've got for the list for I wish I had known um, postpartum edition like I had mentioned at the top of the episode and last week if there's anything you wanted to add to this list or if there's something specifically on this list that you feel like you need to know about right away please give me a message on instagram at ainsleyk.rmt.doula and I will do an episode specifically on that I hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful morning afternoon night wherever you are in this world and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.